Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Ignite Your Wellness podcast, where we help overwhelmed entrepreneurs level up their yoga practice to achieve more successful results in their business by reducing distracting aches, stress, and exhaustion. Last week, we talked about choosing believable thoughts to create more thoughts, not just repeating a mantra that's positive and hoping for results, actually choosing a thought that you believe to create more success. Listen this week as I talk to Dr. Gio Cesar on using sound healing and energy healing, especially mantras, to reinforce a result that you want through sound healing. This has been especially important to me right now for a number of reasons. Uh, currently, I'm actually going through speech therapy to, ha- uh, to learn how to reuse my vocal cords uh, without so much strain and more efficiently project my voice, which also energetically has to do with the confidence of me being able to express my authentic truth, my desires, and all the values that I feel that I have so much to offer all of you. And it's just generating the confidence and expressing this through my voice. So then you have access to them, essentially. Um, On a fun personal note, we've actually been using um, mantra and sound healing here at home or uh, most of the time in the car. Uh, last year, my daughter got hooked to Christmas music. I don't know if any of you can relate to this, but um, listening to Christmas music in March, July, <laughs> it's fun. It's definitely fun during the holiday season, but when you hear jingle bells several times over and in the middle of July, it gets kind of old. So um, I don't remember how we ended up there if it was a thought or uh, if just by happen chance we happened to be listening to... I do listen to a lot of yoga music in my car. Um, it helps to select play mis- playlist uh, music for my classes. And I think there happened to be a chanting song. Long story short, my daughter started singing along. And I realized that chanting music is so fun for little kids. Uh, it's easy because it's a repetitive and usually has a, a melodic tune. So it's they love them. My daughter loves it. So recently in the car, we've been listening to chanting music instead of Christmas music, which has been great because personally, I've noticed that while we chant in the car, it's it's a bonding time because she'll look at me and ask me to sing along and then she'll sing along and then we'll sing together. And she's trying new sounds and new words. I, I just love it. And then also in the moment, If I get into the car stressed or sad or frustrated, I literally feel my energy shift. Um, And depending on the song or the chant, it can shift to just calm, centered, and grounded. It can also shift to happiness because I'm bonding with her. Just I've experienced so many emotions um, during this time in our car, which can be stressful as, you know, uh, we get caught in San Diego traffic or we're trying to rush to an appointment or something like that. And we've eventually migrated this music from the car to the house. So now we create create some energy and emotional shifts in our home if you know there's we're just having an off day which definitely happens uh sorry for this helicopter 
<laughs> Anyways, I'll uh, let you go uh, towards the episode right now so you can hear more information from Dr. Gio since this is his specialty. Enjoy. Hey there, welcome back to the another session at the Ignite Your Wellness podcast. So I'm going to be shifting a bit the intro. I might even uh, get a little jingle on here. So if you know anyone or yourself helps with this, please reach out. Or if you have any tips or suggestions, I'm open-minded as I shift forward in my business and just tweak a little bit. In fact, that's what this episode's about. It's the practice of self-study. So some of you know that just recently I was in the hospital for about six days and I was in an alternate reality, so to speak, where I had uh, a lot of weakness. In fact, I had difficulty walking, swallowing, and even breathing. So there was a few days I was in the PCU uh, because I needed um, extra observation um, and uh, more nursing requirements and things like that. But the good news is um, despite ongoing tests and not really knowing what, what occurred, there's a couple theories which will may or may not be proven in a couple months when I have some repeat scans done. Regardless, um, I'm moving forward. I teach uh, some of you that have been my patients and clients for some time and don't have a diagnosis yourself, but have discomfort going on in your body, part of our practice, our work together, is moving forward without that specific diagnosis. And I'm doing so myself right now. Um, so what I'm choosing to focus on is getting better, my health, and returning back to things that I enjoy and bring me fulfillment, like getting back to this podcast. So. During this time, a lot has also happened and shifted globally. We've had the pandemic, there's the Black Lives Matter movement, and all this is important. And really, it's an opportunity personally and globally for us all to take a step back and observe. Uh, how did we get here? what's not working and what needs to be shifted so that I am here to support you in any way that serves you best. And I really, my purpose here in the world is to support every being in, in whatever capacity that, that's really required. So uh, today specifically in uh, bran uh, branching from that, we're going to be talking about this practice of self-study. Now, this is super important and has been my ongoing work the last, oh goodness, decade or more. Uh, first, it started very physical with the yoga practice. And then as I dive deeper into the yoga world, I really am coaching and health and wellness. I've really been bringing this practice to level up my own health. Uh, to navigate tricky waters when there is a health crisis um, and to also level up my business. 
So that's what I'm going to teach you today are the steps that you can actually uh, take from this podcast and then apply into your life. In yoga, this practice of self-study is called svadhyaya. And what does that mean for you? So the techniques I'm going to teach you is really a combination of yoga and more it's what I've learned through many years of um, my teachers and trainings and then also my personal life experience. So these are the steps that I do pretty much on a daily basis. Now, the amount of time that you can dedicate to this really depends on you and how much time you have available to you. And it took me a while, several years, I should say, to get to the point where it's become consistent just because uh, I'm a type A, I'm a, I'm a doer, so to take a step back and essentially do nothing or not work like on my biz or work in something that's uh, has the result right away is harder for me to do but that is that is my work so for me personally I do this work in the morning time um, I I get pretty much my morning routine in a nutshell is uh, my daughter and I wake up around the same time. I get her settled. She uh, wakes up very quick, but then um, has she's very introspective and quiet and independent, I should say, in the morning. She likes her space, which actually serves me well, too, because that's when I, I do this work. Um, so... Uh, I grab my coffee and a pen and paper after she's set up and I get right to it. And I teach my clients, for you personally, you can do this work whenever it fits you best. If it's midday and your lunch, or maybe it's before bed, or maybe it's a bit of both, morning and night, morning to set you up for the day and nighttime to review how the day went. And that's what you, it's a bit of trial and error to figure out what works for you and what doesn't. In fact, that's the practice, right? Okay, so the first thing I do, and you can write this down, um, is I get all my thoughts of that morning onto paper. So I kind of just let it free flow. Uh, the coach that I learned from, Brooke Castillo, where some of this work came from, but I also had um, coaches that I worked with one-on-one -on -one who uh, suggested a similar thing, is I just write out the fears, what I want to do, um, anything that comes to mind, I kind of just get it out on paper. And I just do that for a good three to five minutes. And this will begin to unearth your, your habits of how you think or maybe the direction that you want to go, your clashes, your patterns. It takes it from holding it up in your head and trying to observe it all on head to being a little bit more objective. So you're approaching this matter from being the observer. So then you get it out on paper and, um, and, you, and you take a look at those thoughts. Uh, for me, on a particular day, I usually have a focus, and that might be going back to this example of, you know, 
taking a step back and questioning how did I end up in the hospital? How can I prevent this for the future? How can I go forward? What's the direction I want to go? All these questions. So that's been my focus. I'll take out some of those thoughts that I really want to look at and um, more specificity, what's that word? <laughs> more specifically, <laughs> and by themselves. And it, I ask myself, what, what's the result that I truly desire? And then I piece some of those thoughts that might be going on in the background subconsciously or unconsciously throughout my day, which drive certain actions that I take. Are they serving me or not? So let's bring this into a practical example. So recently I've learned being in the hospital and then taking several weeks to heal is that when your health suffers, for me, my purpose suffers. So I'm not able to be the mom that I want, the wife. Obviously, I'm not able to fill my pur purpose the way I truly desire because I'm not able to... Um, work in my business to the capacity that's really required so I can serve you guys. So for me right now, my focus is my health. And what do I really want from my health? And that is health resiliency. Since I learned that I, through many health crises, I should say, is that yes, we can health because it gives you a bigger question, a bigger life raft, so to speak. So when something does happen, uh, for example, with me, when I ended up in the hospital, had I not had the health resiliency that I did have, I could have been there much, much longer. It's easy. Things get very dis disoriented there. And it's six days can easily turn into 16 or 26. So I could have been there much, much longer. Things could have been much, much worse. So I and I was able to bounce back relatively quickly. Like so many times I've gone to doctor's appointments and they're like, or I've seen my friends and they're like, wow, you're doing great. You're really bouncing back. And so I think that's all because of the work I've been doing leading up to this. And the same thing happened with colon cancer, right? So there's some things in my life that I cannot control. I I cannot, in shaming myself and being judgmental of myself, right? These are some of the thoughts that I put onto paper that were kind of free form. Like, I'm not worthy enough now to teach health and wellness. How can I teach health and wellness when I'm not like completely well? Which is not true. I am. I just went through an experience. Um, and those thoughts don't serve me and they don't serve you because I'm not able to, if, if I'm, Sitting there in a corner, shaming myself for going through a health experience that I didn't have control of. Uh, not that I'm a victim, right? I'm taking ownership. I'm taking responsibility. I'm learning from it. I'm integrating from it. I'm moving forward. But at the same time, I'm not going to criticize and shame myself, which is easy to do. And I've, I was there for some time. Like I was really hesitant to step back into my business. And the funny thing is this happened before when I had the colon cancer. So I had to take some of those, that strength, some of those tips, some of those techniques from that time 
and reapply it again. And since it was familiar, I was able to recognize it and been like, oh, this is an old thought pattern and it didn't serve me back then and it's not gonna serve me now. And it's not gonna serve the people that I care about helping now either, right? If I go quiet and put myself in the corner and I don't, I'm not vulnerable to put myself out there. So some of you might not agree with me, right? That's okay. So for me personally, I want health resilience to give me more cushion and allow me to bounce back so then I don't feel like I have to have control over everything of my health because sometimes we just don't have control. You might be doing all the wonderful things for your yoga practice or for your low back and one day you just bend forward and your back gives out, right? It's, you need to take ownership and responsibility. Yes, you need to do this work of uh, self-realization uh, and self-discovery. However, you can't beat yourself up over it and get stuck there, right? We need to process it through, which will be another um, episode. So um, how do I measure health resiliency? How do I measure when I'm successful? So that's the next step. I need concrete markers so I know that I'm succeeding in this goal of health resiliency. So personally, I need to write that down. My markers are going to be different than yours, just like my personal goal is going to be different than yours. Your health resiliency or your health goal may look very different than mine, and that's okay. That's, that's what I teach you guys. So then, going forward from that, what are the habits of how I live, how I move, how I think that are going to get me to this goal of health resiliency? And that is the next work of diving into these habits specifically. How do we work with those and how do we make longer lasting change? Today is just getting the thoughts up onto the paper and starting this practice of self-discovery and journaling and integrating and processing, which helps, again, gives us a little bit more uh, confidence in our body, in our decisions, so then when stuff happens, we can continue to go forward. So step number one is to get your thoughts, off, thoughts out on paper. Step number two is to observe those thoughts and notice what's working for you, what's not. On a particular day, taking an area of focus, so picking one to maybe three at the most of those thoughts and diving deeper into those. What's your overall goal? How are you going to measure that goal? And then is that particular thought or habit serving you or not? And if it's not, then what do you do? And then that's next week where we're gonna to begin to develop different habits to help fulfill that goal, okay? So um, if you wanna dive deeper into this training, I am going to do a live training in the Facebook community next week. So uh, even if you're not live, you can catch the replay. I leave the videos up. So make sure you join the Ignite Wellness free Facebook community if you haven't already. And I'll be diving deeper into these topics. Again, a slight shift with the business, but I'm learning. And I really wanna share all that I'm learning with you because I get asked so many times. So instead of repeating it person by person, now I'm just doing it. I'm learning how to be do more 
with less time. So be a little bit more efficient, which will help with my goal with health resiliency. So you're kind of coming along this journey with me. And I'd also love to share your success stories. So keep me updated on how you're doing and how this is impacting you. If you like it, make sure you hit subscribe on the podcast. You can also leave a review. Again, join the Facebook community if you haven't already. To dive deeper, I'm going to go over um, what my thought kind of download is and how I pick one thought and um, do my essentially this process in a real life example. That's going to be in the Facebook community, uh, which is perfect for you entrepreneurs that really want to use yoga and health and wellness to up level your business. Okay, so bye for now. I'll see you on the mat and uh, talk to you soon. Have a great one. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Dr. Gio and were inspired to start some of these energy or sound healing practices. If you want more information about Dr. Gio, you can head over to the show notes. His website is drgeocesar.com. The link will be there. Also, this week we will be uh, expanding upon this in the Ignite Wellness community, the free Facebook group. breaking apart something that Dr. Gio mentioned in the episode routine and how to create new routines that fit seamlessly into your lifestyle. So we will be um, talking about this specific topic this week in a live Facebook training so you can bring any uh, habit that you would like to bring into your daily routine that for whatever reason right now just isn't working and you need some help. So I will see you next week, uh, Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in the group. Link to join is in the show notes. Bye for now.